Okay, today's daf is daf samech bet, and we begin from the next mission, which is halacha bet. Hamotzi ochlim v'natno v'unetanan al ha'iskupa. So, what has happened? Someone took out some food and placed it on the doorstep. Now, the assumption here is this doorstep is a caramelit. Okay, so we've seen this case before. So it's um it's more than three by three, and so sorry, three tall and four by four. So it's a din of a caramelit. In other words, because you didn't take it, take it from Shusiachid, always just rubbing in one go, you placed it intermediate in, in a caramelite. So each of the actions is that of an Isudra Rabban, and that's why you part it from a Korban. Now here, look at the next case. Kupashi Malaya Peirot. Here you've got a basket full of peirot, which is some sort of produce. And you place it on Ali Skupa Chitsona. Now, what this sounds like here as follows, is what you've done is you take a basket, put it on this kupa, and the assumption is kupa b'chutz means that it's a Rosh Hashanah But it's not fully outside, it's bridging it. So it's part Rosh Hashanah part Rosh Hashanah It says, because you didn't do it all in one go, you are patur. Now, what's interesting here, it sounds like according to Pnei Moshe explains the until you take the whole way. But I think Yerushalmi is explaining it differently as based, I'm mean, sorry, Reb Chaim understands Yerushalmi differently. He says, it seems important. It says, it says, all in one go, then you therefore it's your patur. It's important, very important. This is like the Korbaneda. Let's say you put it down, bridging it. And then some, then you picked it up and put it outside completely. We say, Akira, we say, Votsian Nagamri, Akira Mimikompaturhu. It's as if you took it from Amakira Mimikompatur. Okay? Because now you're taking it from, as it's bridging the two, Trusha Saravim. So it's no difference from Yushachid to that bridging point. Okay? It's very, like, it's, it's really important. It's not like I've only part, and it's not until I've done it the whole way. No. When you put it down, your patrol, because it's bridging it. Therefore, then when you pick it up from that bridging point and put it down, you've taken it also from like a bridging point to, to, to Rabim. So you'd also be patrol. That's important the way the, the, um, Rebchaim understand, or Elsa Kermanet explained the, this Mishnah. Okay. And even if you're picking it up immediately? Yeah, I think you put it down. So let your hands go and then, you know, pick it up. That's what it sounds like. Okay. It'll be like the comparable case, the one before, where the Iskupa was a caramelite. You pick it up, put in the caramelite, you pick it up and take it on. Now let's have a look. What type of basket are you talking about? And this is a, a, a well-known discussion. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a case we're dealing with like uh, long cucumbers or long pumpkins. So when you're bridging it, the product itself in the basket is also bridging it. Okay. And that's why, that's why we don't, the fact that it's in a basket is not really important according to this understanding. It's just that since the products themselves never each fully went out, that's why the products inside are bridging it. Aval, but however, the kupashi malaya peyrot, if you talk about things like, I don't know, mustard seeds or things like that, like small little products inside it. If you do that and you bridge the basket's bridging, but a grogeret's worth of food actually went out to a shesarabim, well, then you've done hatzah because you've taken food outside. Okay. That is opinion of chizkiah. We don't, in other words, we don't care about the basket really. It's presence. That's just, uh, for your own convenience, but the product itself is transferred for shesarabim. Okay. However, we've got the other opinion. I'm, I'm a milted Rabbi Yochanan Pligi. You've got Shita Rabbi Yochanan Sitzvi Cholek. Dama Rabbi Chia Beshem Rabbi Yochanan. Um, Sarud Shemiktato Mibifni Mishato Mibichutz. So Sarud is like an Ariva, like a kneading trough. And, and you take 
from part of it to another part of it. And in other words, again, some of it is inside and some of it is outside. So the trough is there. You've got products inside this trough. The Natal Miktsato, it says, I'll just read inside. So the Natal Miktsato, the Natal Miktsato, the Natal Miktsato, the Natal Miktsato, and you took concern from one side to the other, you'd be part of. Now, read Rav Chaim. It says, Natal Peramim Bifnim Natal Batoch Atzareda, Atzmo, Latzarachutz, or Ifra, Patu, why? The Ain cannot Samishusarashus. You're not taking Otzarishusarashus. Why? And this is important, it's saying to Rabbi Yochanan, Vainotamishum Dage Klishma Aget. I mean, the, the fact that it's all in one kli makes it as if it's all like one mass, if you like. You know, different ways to explain it, like Svar and you and things like that. But, but therefore, according to here, according to Rabbi Yochanan, what we see here is it makes no difference if it's mustard seeds or, or long cucumbers. If the whole basket is only partially inside, partially outside, then it's as if all these mustard seeds inside are also partially inside outside. It's all like one big mass, if you want to call it that. Um, I, I did mention my article on this in more detail as far as behind it, but that's a, that's not a matter for now. Okay. That's his opinion. So we see, therefore, if you're taking from one part of the Kli to the other part of the Kli, despite the fact the Kli is bridging Rishus Yachid to Rishus it's also considered Agesh Mikla Agid. It's not as if you're taking the odd products from Rishus Yachid to Rishus However, Imakro, Imakro, if, however, you uproot the whole thing, it's only one if you take the whole thing out. Okay. Now, Amravana Kabirab Yosef. So he says, maybe there's not a machloket. Maybe it's not a machloket in the Chizkiyan Yubi Yochanan. Maybe Tiftar, our mission is talking about the parutz. Maybe the, when Chizkiyan says it makes a difference with the product, is that talking about a basket? It's parutz. It's not all walled around the entire side. It's open up. And therefore, you can't rely on the concept of agad kli shma agad. The fact that it's all bound in one kli is no longer bound. So Amarle, no, it's got to be a machloket. Patanin hakupa, kupa is like a box or a basket, right? Meaning a stam kupa, the shem kupa implies that it's not parutz, that it's all enclosed, and therefore we see it's chizkia um, seems to be holding aged shmi love shma aged, whereas Rebbeuchanan says aged shmi shma aged. Now the question is Michael So what then? What now? So what's halacha? So we say ein lecha mitaltel rabim. So it seems to be, this seems to be against Rabbi Yochanan, like Chizkia. They have nothing that's movable. They go through Shasarabim that becomes like a caramelite, except for Adam Bilvad. So to understand this, we have to, let's just read the whole Rabbi Chaim, it's worth it. He says, He says, a, a kli doesn't become a caramelite. Like the insider, meaning because a kli doesn't form its own rishut. We'll see kind of an exception to that soon, but you'll see why. To, to, to such that that which is inside it is considered like a caramelite. So therefore, the peirut themselves, the contents of the kli, isn't defined by the, the entirety of what the kli is like. To say that it's still still somewhat drawn inside and outside. So we so we disregard what we're saying now. This is like Chizkia. We disregard the kli itself. And and such that, in other words, whatever products are inside are inside, outside is outside. Exactly like Chizkia. It only putter if it's long cucumbers, if it's small mustard seeds, if enough, if a significant amount went out was outside, meaning carrot, then you'd be chayev. Now, why is this? What's the exception to Adam? When do we see that Adam is like a caramelit? And this is important. This relates to the beginning because um, we're going to keep we keep coming back to this the, the beginning of the Masechta. Someone again, 
sticks a hand. We don't say, oh, we disregard your hand, and now the product is in Rushasarabim. And therefore, by you standing with Yachid, reaching out and rabim and stretching your hand out, oh, you've done hotza. No, we don't say that. The adobata gufa greira. That we see that the hand itself is garur bata gufa. Right? It goes, it sort of comes back to where the body is. But not completely. I'll explain why in a moment. Kiratina the head, yeresh perek shabbos. Pasha balabait et yadolichutz. This is a balabait. He's in Rishus Yachid. He sticks his hand outside. And then we say that Ani takes it from him and puts it down or something like that. Okay? So we say shneim pturim. Why the Shnehim Pturim? Says Hanatun Nami Gufor Because the person, the other person, recipient, or the person who took it out, whichever way you want to do it, we say that that is he also go by his guf. So to explain how they're both patur, let's explain the, the, the person um, who the balabite. Lots of, we cannot go through every single case. We'll just make it simple. He sticks his hand outside. His hand is considered like what? As if he hasn't taken it outside yet, otherwise he'd be chayiv, right? So he's only the half of lachav done akira, and I've stuck it outside. The other person who takes it out, his, out of his hand, we don't say that the, that hand is still like Rosh Hashanah, do we? Because if the if the balabite's hand, sorry, Rosh Hashanah, because if the balabite's hand is like Rosh Hashanah, then the person outside is doing akira nacha from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So again, for the balabite's perspective, the hand. Is nimshachach gufo, so it's like it's still rishus yachid. For the for the guy standing outside, it's as if it's like rishus arabim, kind of. In other words, because in other words, that's why it's like a caramelite, if you like, that they're both considered patur. You hear? That's it's in other words. That's why the only thing that's movable that's about that can cholek rishut laatzmo that can have its own definition is an adam, but a clean knot, and that fits in with the position of chizkiyah. How about in mix, mix up Yachid and Rabbi in the explanation? But um, it should be clear. Okay, let's continue. Chitzia said, I've got a big bundle. Now, important here, we've got this big bundle that is quite tall. Actually, and, and what happened is, actually, um, putting it down, the top of this, it's a, like a, a store, a tall box or something, very, very tall. Such that the top of it is above ten tefachim. Now that we know the air of Rosh Hashanah only goes up to ten tefachim high, so when you put it down, not all the item has actually landed in Rosh Hashanah. Some of it's still a makom patur. That's why it's patur. Now what's interesting, Reb Chaim says, based on the explanation we've been saying, like on the Mishnah, what if the person then tips it over? He tips his whole box over, such as now all, then after that, now Rishasarabim. Is he chayev or not? The answer is he's not chayev. Why? Because it's just like the case where we said in the Mishnah, where you put it, put the, 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 um, if you, if you're going by the shit of, um, with the cucumbers, right? Like, look all the alma. You, you put it on the doorstep. It bridged it. You're not chayev. And then you pick it up and from there and put it in Rishasarabim. You're also not chayed because you took a kilo from Makom Patur. So, so to hear when you put it, this big tall box in Rosh Hashanah and part of it's in Makom Patur, well, then you're, you haven't done the full malacha. Then when you take and tip it over, I'll read Rav Chaim, the chashik was in Makom Patur, Rosh Hashanah, and then it's as if you're taking from Rosh Hashanah, Makom Patur into Rosh Hashanah. Right? There's no, there's no thing like, like the, the majority of the surface is no. in Rosh Hashanah. No, no. But we're not doing that because you have to do the whole chafetz. Just like with the cucumbers. We didn't say majority or not majority. We said the whole, until you take the whole object down to the rabbit. Okay. Um, 
Fine. Here is Shalama. Now, Amar Reb Shmuel Bar Rav Yitzchak. Chotzia Kora Mirshusa Yachliv Shusa Rabim. If you've got a massive long beam, you're taken out from your property into Rishusa Rabim, but until uh, um, it says, uh, before you even put it down, it's such a long beam that the other end ends up at your neighbor's property. And then you put it down. So did you do a full chafetz from Rishusa to Rishusa Rabim? No, you didn't. So therefore you'd be pator. And, and it says, and then again, Rabbi Chaim says, and then even if after that, then you schlepped it out from your friend's property after you placed it down. Again, it was placed down, still bridging your friend's property, and then you placed it in Shusarabim, then well, you'd also be patur. Because it's exactly like the case of the cucumbers on the heart that bridge the doorstep and from the doorstep onto the Shusarabim. Next case. You've got a big stone. In Shusarabim, it's, it's a four by four at the, the top of it, and it is ten fachim high. Okay? So therefore, that is considered Roshusa Yachid. So Mishdamesh Mitochel Roshusa Rabbi and Mishusa Rabbi Mitochel. If you start using, taking things from the top of that rock and put it on the ground or back, then you'd be Chayev. Now, why is it important to tell us that? That is because technically what's happening, if I take something from the top of that rock, as I pick it up, it's transitioning through my compatur. And I might think I should be Patur. But the answer is no, because it's different. Because it hasn't been, hasn't rested in a compatur, that's why you're Chayev. Meaning it's effectively gone from a resting point into Roshul Sarabim. That's why you're chayav. Okay? That's the, that's the first opinion. Shmuel says, however, Shmuel says, you've got a big basket that's full of produce. Again, very tall, four by four and ten fachim high. And you take things from it and put it onto the, into the, uh, into the Shusarabim and back. From this basket, then you be patur. Now the havamina is that this is a machloket. The havamina is, in other words, my ma palig. Is this a machloket? In other words, the fact that it's transitioning through shus, the makom patur to the lands is that the machloket here, whether you're chayv or not? So no, he says no. Kam we're talking about. Yes, it might be four by four and ten high, but in the first case it was upright, and because it was upright, that's why you're chayv. The second case we say is patur. It's leaning on a side. And because it's on its side, therefore it's not considered like Rishasiyachi, that's why you're part of Okay? That's the way we're resolving it. Now, next fascinating case. Rabbun Barakia says, By Akar Eben Rishasarabim. Kavo Asra Barchavarba Matavagile. Now, this is excellent. We have this big, this rock that is the final Rishasiyachi. Okay? Four by four, ten high. Then you pick it up, move it, and put it down. Okay? You haven't taken a full four amot in Rishus Rabim, but you've picked it up and put it down. The question is, have I done a malacha? Because there's lots of ways of looking at this. This rock was a Rishus Yachid. I've picked it up in Rishus Yachid, and I put it down now in Rishus Rabim. Or do I say, that's it's what it's saying, is it like taking Rishus Yachid to Rishus Rabim? Or is it like Moshe Sarabim Latocha? Or is it as soon as I pick it up? Once I pick it up, uh, at that, it's, it's Mavatel Moshe Sarabim that I had from it. So therefore, it's like picking up Moshe Sarabim. Okay. But if I'm picking up Moshe Sarabim, when I put it down again, what's the din? Is it like Moshe Sarabim, Moshe Sarabim Acheret? Is it like I'm now putting down Moshe Sarabim? Or... Because I'm creating a Rosh when I put it down, is it like transferring Rosh Rabim to Rosh Or is it like it, it was always Rosh Hashayachid from beginning to end, and therefore I'm transferring Rosh to Rosh So the best results would be 
that it was always a yachid, it was always a yachid, but while it's mevatel or a shuyot, so it's always from rabim to rabim, therefore I'm not chayev. Alternatively, it might be that I was, as I picked it up, it was from Rishus Yachin, I put it down, it's Rishus Rabim. Or as soon as I picked it up, it was Vata Rishut, so it's like taking Rishus Rabim, but when I put it down, I created Yachin, then I'm Chayat. Okay, hear the question. The next question, uh, Rabbanan de Kisri, in the Rabbanan of Kesaria, Rabbanan said as follows. Rabbi Yochanan Bari had asked a similar question. Natan, he said, Natan Chamisha al Gabe Chamisha Mat Avad. Now, this is interesting. Let's say you've got a pile of like a uh, pile of uh, stones, I think it is. Telgvoa, exactly. One's ten tfachim high and one's five tfachim high. What I'm doing is I'm taking the top five tfachim from the one that was ten high and putting it on the other five. Now, what happens is as soon as I do that, I'm effectively what was Rashid becomes effectively like a caramelite. And I'm creating Rashid by placing it in the other pile of five sto- uh, five high stones. So it's going to be the same question again. Is it like taking Prusiyachid and placing it in a caramelite? Or when I pick it up, I'm a Vatul Rashut. But if I'm a Vatul Rashut, so the caramelite, when I put it down and I'm creating Rashut is it like placing it on a Rashut or is it like placing it in a caramelite? And maybe it would be only Boina already. I don't think it's Boina because it's like a rubble of pile of stones. But like, no, you're I not understand, like... but you're still creating something. Okay, but let's, let's put the Boina thing on the side. It's a something, it's a I don't know. Put the Boina aside. The, the, the question of the Gemara is, in other words, actions that are creating and destroying Rashuyot, what's the status of the Rashuyot at the time when I'm doing so? <laughs> That's the question. So it's the same question. In other words, is it like a true to a Karmelit? Or is it for the ruined the Rashuyot, the Karmelit? So therefore, the Vatal is the Shamra of the Shuyot, and therefore it's not taken from a Karmelit, and I've created Rashuyot. Or Rashuyot, or could it be that the, the Shamra Rashuyot, it was from a yachid, and when I create a yachid, it's like I've placed it in the yachid as I create it. So that's the same question left with the question. Okay. Hamotzi, next, next, uh, next mission, halacha gimel. Hamotzi, beim mimino, beim bismullah. And when I carry, whether I do it with the right hand or left hand, beichikol, whether I hold it against my chest, or al ktefor, or carry on my shoulders, chayef. That is considered derech hotza'ah. Shechen masah b'nei kat, because that's the way of the b'nei kat carried. We'll see how this works in a moment. Lachariyadu. Um, if I do it on, on, the, on the back of my hand, like with a shinoi, the peeve in someone's mouth, marpeka on the elbow, but oznav on the ear, basar on the head, but fundato piolamata, or a belt, like, like a folded over belt, but the pia, the opening is inverted, right? That's shinoi. Or bena pundato la or between the, the belt and his clothing, you've got chafat here. The nusach and the mishnah is sfat, but it's the same meaning anyway, like in the hem, if you like, of the, Chaluk, we say, uh, on his shoe, a sandal on his, on his sandal, patu, why shalom, hotzi, kederach, hamotzim, because that's a shinoi, and shabbos yachai, melech, machshevet, in the normal way of doing things, therefore it's patu, uh, it's patu, ravalasu, meaning asudu, medarabanan. Now the Gemara says, bay me'ata, hotzi, kruku, geret, al ktefo, chaye, vehen, benem, 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 kat. Now there are two ways to understand what's happening here. Rabbi Chaim says the question is as follows. You're saying that we learn that if someone carries something on their shoulder, that, that is considered carrying from Masabane Kat. But Masabane Kat, they were carrying very heavy things on their shoulder. Okay. We've been saying that let's, for food, you're carrying Shabbos Krogagarat, a small amount. So if, how could we learn from Masabane Kat, the Chayv, even for a small amount, for, if it's on your shoulder, because carrying things on your shoulder might be Derechotza, only things that are heavy. That's the way 
Reb Chaim um, explains it. The the Kormanes has nothing to do with Shirin. He says is that, and that kind of kind of fits with the continuation. But you see how Reb Chaim fits in later on. Um, he says, no, I can understand how carrying your shoulder is considered derechotzak because that's masab and But how do you know other forms of carrying, left hand, right hand, things like that, are considered carrying? So there are two ways of understanding what the kosher and the gemara is. Is it we, is it we're learning trying to understand such a small shira a katef like rebbeim or korbanim says I just want to learn other forms of hatzah. So here we say we learn as follows: So Elazar ben Arona Kohen was instructed to carry certain things. And one was Shem and Amar Or, that's oil for lighting candles. Ketorat Tasamim, that's incense. Or Mincha Tatamid, that's a Mincha of daily offering. The Shem and Amishcha, the anointing oil. So how did he carry all these things? Well, Shem and Amar Or he carried Bimin on his right hand. Or Ketorat Tasamim he carried in his left hand. So you can see how we're learning all forms of carrying now. Mincha Tatamid, how was he going to carry that? That that would be Al Sheltamid. That was Bizro'o on his arm. Now, this is an interesting question. How can it be on his arm? Reb Chaim says that, that we've got a problem with that because um, he says, that sounds like carrying on one's elbow, which then the mission is not Derech it's Patu, but Marpeko. So he says, Zero'o might just mean on his arm all the way up to being on his shoulder. That could be what the Mara means. However, the Ayn Masha Katab Nul we can see Shit at Rashi in a moment. And he says, then it continued, Shemana Mishra Heichanachun, the anointing of where did he carry that? So Rabav Avun Beshem Rabalazar says, Kamin Sluchik Tanahia lo Apundato. That was on on his uh, in his belt, sort of belt, in the normal way, if you like. Now, again, Rabbi Chaim says, so according to again Korbanera, look, we've just seen from here all the other forms of carrying. But really, Rabbi Chaim says, Michana no the fact it talked about Pundato that's being held against his body. Well, that's how you can see Becheko, if you hold against your chest, that's also another way of carrying. Okay? Ubarashi says as follows, and this is how it ties back to Reb Chaim's initial parish. He says, Garas uminchat tamid, the minchat tamid, which we haven't mentioned yet, where was that carried? That was Bekteifo, that was on his shoulder. Ah, Lafizeh, according to that, Shinuyahi. Then we can understand he's answering the question that Reb Chaim said the Gemara was asking in the beginning. The Eshkan, you see, the Masach Ebitin was Bekatef. That something that's small, even just the minchat chavitim, minchat chavitim that the um, that the the coin gadol brought every single day. That's a minchat tamid, minchat chavitim, the mechitzah da bavokam esr ba'erev. That was the, something that had masakal that was that was carried on the shoulder. Ah, so again, if you recall, Reb Chaim's question that the Gemara was initially asking is, where do we see if it's carrying the katef? That's only heavy things, no. And and the Gemara is answering according to where Reb Chaim reads it is no. Uh, we see that Elazar benarra Cohen was carrying something small on his shoulders. So you see, Masak Bekatev isn't just heavy things, even something could be small and light as a Krogeret. Okay, now having mentioned Elazar Benar Kohen, the way he carried it was like carrying all these things, the Gemara reflects on that. It says, one second, in Tomar, if you think Elazar Benar Kohen Katan, to put it in other words, if you think the reason why I was given all these things to carry is because he was just a schlepper, Amar Rabbi Yoshua Ben Levi, that's not the case. Because it says, And it explains that's What's Doch That Reb Chaim explains He was like Sunya, like Nasi Nasim, like the Prime Minister, if you like. No, not Prime Minister, but you know what I mean, like the very high position. 
So Rabbi Yehuda ben Barabis Amar, he was the Marakal. Now, I'm not sure if you've seen, I'm not sure if you've from the Sechta Shkalim, from Bavli, but we'll see that Mitzvah Shem, or well, Bavli, I say Dafyom, which is actually Yerushalmi, but there were all the different positions in the base of Migdash. The Marakal, what was the Marakal? Tani Rebchia, Velamenikra Marakal, Shem Mar Alakol. Almost like the most senior position. Okay, Mar Al Hakol. Shein, Shein, and the question is, therefore, if he was such a high position, why was he given all these tasks to carry so many things, left hand, right hand, shoulder, and things like that? It's very simply, Shein, Shein, Gdula, the Paltin Shalmelech. When it comes to be, being in front of Kaddish Parachal, there's, uh, you know, there's no Gdula, meaning everybody has to take his task. Even if you're the Marakol, no, you're going to be schlepping things. You're going to be doing things like that. Okay. Um, fine. And it says, furthermore, Amarab Labi, Ktiva Lavashakwen Mid, uh, Midobad, Berimetadesha. So we see that that's point that the Trumatadesha in the Avodah in the morning, where they used to take the first, uh, the first thing that's done the base of Migdash. Um, the corn would go up and move the take from the Mokalot, there's some of the, some ash from the, from the, um, from the, from the fire, the main fire, and he put on the side of the, side of the Mizbeach. And it said he would dress up in Midobad in this nice and clothing. Why would he dress up so formally for what would simply be like a very menial task or even a dirty task? And it's taking ashes. It says, No, when it comes to before Kaddish Baruch Hu, you know, there's no uh, super respect. No, you're covered for the king and not personal. Your personal uh, covered is not uh, not in consideration. Okay, um, fine. Let's, uh, um, yep. Let's start the next Mishnah. Okay. If someone was carrying something and he wanted to carry it in front of him, but it swung out behind him as he walked out. We say he's patul. Why? Because there's a difference between carrying something in front of you and carrying something behind you. In front of you, there's a high level of shmirah than behind you. So if you wanted to take it out in front of you and it swung behind you, you'll meet Kaven to do what's called shmir ma'ula, venimsa, and it can end up being a shmirah b'chuta. Meaning, so therefore, you didn't, you didn't fulfill what your intention actually was to do. And therefore, you're not chayef because it wasn't yeah, malachim moshevet when it comes to Shabbat. If I was a lacharav, you were happy to be behind you, and it came in front of you. Well, then we say then you'd be chayef because you've done even more than you wanted to in terms of shmira. However, the met he said isha chogeret sinar beimifane benachareya chayevet shechen ra'uliyot chozer. Now sinar Reb Chaim says kain michnasim kneim like these small trousers chogeret or let's sniot she put around herself first sniot. And it says, "V'im talta b'ashum davav." She put something in them, alotzi or balotzad acher, and it would end up spinning around. Well, it doesn't really matter because it's a type of clothing that spins around anyway in its normal use. So lefanav acharav makes no difference whatsoever. Okay, and it says, "Rabbi Yehuda says, 'Amar af makable pitkin him.' What is a makable pitkin?" Uh, by the way, what this means, if I remember the picture books, they have this like this flask uh, as like a one of these satchels, and as this r- person's running, it's sort of spinning around as well. So that's the same idea. It doesn't make a difference because it's understood these things spin around, so you, you, you don't makshava. So the Reb Chaim says, There are people appointed by the king. In other words, to do some form of accounting of his troops and things like that. Uh, or his treasury, and they'd carry them in their uh, in, in these containers. It would spin around. It's like that sinar case with an object that spins around. Okay? Uh, he doesn't consider that as if it's being chozer, but again, Mr. Shem will see this. And I continue. All right, Kultov, have a good day, everyone.